everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you for joining us. The music of the big show bringing us in to the program. Walshy, a very good day to you. Very good day to you, Tony. Tony, you're back on board with the very good days. Yes, I am. Just for a little bit. <laughs> Just for a little bit. Uh, Lyle, a very good day to you. How's it going, guys? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Totally. We'll, we'll do the comedy, mate. You just oh, be sorry, the straight sorry man. about that. Yours comes naturally. How you been, boys? Yeah, pretty good. Been pretty busy. A lot of wrestling uh, in the previous week. A lot of wrestling. We'll talk about all that later. A lot of complaining online as well. Oh, a lot of vitriol. <laughs> Sooks. We'll talk about that later uh, as well. Oh, my goodness. I want the outcome that I want, and I want it now. Wow. I mean, GWS fans, if they had any, would have been really complaining when they didn't get the outcome they wanted to the grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real sports. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> feedback from the Dowie James interview, boys. So thank once again for throwing me under the bus on that one. How really did we throw you it. under the bus? Well, because you never mentioned that he was going to be a special guest. I told you I was getting a great guest and I got a great super guest. Super guest, I'm pretty sure. You should read between the lines. Now, if you listen no, back to the No, we don't use show. super anymore. He and told you that. No, I know. But that's, that's no, no, no. Come on, Lyle. Yeah. You're better than that. Okay, so what was the word? Don't you listen to the podcast? Yeah, I do. What was the word? Inadmissible. No, that's <laughs> not the word. <laughs> Imminable. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's close. It. Yeah. I thought it was cathartic for both of you to so get in a room, meet halfway, agree to disagree, and you know you can stop oh, no, hiding was, behind Twitter. It was a good discussion. I enjoyed yeah. the discussion. He still doesn't have a match. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, he did say on the podcast he, he may have abruptly ended the phone call that booked him. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a booking <clears throat> phone call. So I think he'll be there in some way, shape, or oh, form. Is there a chance that he may never get booked again by MCW? Well, if you had your one. So he came out in all this all high and mighty, all that sort of stuff, and he never gets booked again. There's no <laughs> chance. He's, one, he's okay. one, of, one of Australia's best. Well, speaking to one of Australia's best, one of Australia's, one of Australia's best women wrestlers. Oh, she's one of Australia's best wrestlers. Without story. a doubt, no point. Uh, currently holding the title of the PWA Women's Champion, isn't she? No. Oh, it's called the PWWA yeah. Championship, but it's a unisex title now. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's open ah, now. Okay. Get with the program, Tony. Cool. But she is definitely fighting for the women's title for MCW in she the is. tournament. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. She's the she's the queen of. I called her online the queen of tournament wrestling in Australia at the moment because over the next fortnight she'll be wrestling in the MCW Invitational for that women's the inaugural women's title, and she's also wrestling for the sword at yeah. Coliseum. Coliseum, fantastic. As well. You know what I love when I say something stupid and then I follow it up with something again and while she looks at me as if to say, oh, God, what's he going to say? <laughs> and you're right. I love that. <laughs> then I'm shocked because you're right. <laughs> Jessica Troy, g'day to you. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, what a massive couple of weeks it is for you. Yeah, um, October's looking pretty busy for me. I'm very excited about all my upcoming matches. They should be really good. <laughs> Yeah, lots of tournaments, which is it's, it must be. Uh, they say that um, or is it August is the Rumble period, and now it's we're in yeah. must be the tournament period. It must be, and I believe I'm the only one that's in both of the two big tournaments coming up. Yes, which we've noticed, and um, it must be uh, it must be really good to. We'll start with the MCW, then we'll move on to the PWA. But um, it must be really pleasing yeah. to be involved in such a historic tournament um, to crown the first women's champion yeah no it is really cool to be a part of something like that like um i believe it's uh pretty much about time mcw have a women's championship and i'm very happy to be the first champion when it happens this weekend <laughs> and you got the the first match up against tarley you looking forward to that yeah yeah um we actually um haven't had a singles match or even a tag match or anything together since uh, I believe my first ever singles match ever, which we don't talk about because of how um, how <laughs> how long ago it was. You weren't collecting arms back then. No, definitely not. <laughs> Can't remember what I was doing back then. <laughs> um, and how does that happen? Two uh, two wrestlers who are quite prominent and are wrestling everywhere at the moment who 
haven't been booked together for such a long I'm time. I'm not too sure because we've been at like the same shows, especially this year. We've run into each other like at a lot of shows in Newcastle, at Wrestling Go, um, other places. I'm sure we run into each other, but we're just never actually in the same match together. We always have separate matches, so I'm glad it's finally going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad it's happening on a on a pretty big stage as well because. I enjoy both of your matches and I think that uh, together you're going to be able to, to do a lot because of the different styles that you work. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's good being on the same shows. I've I've seen her wrestle many, many times. So I know what she does. I know her style of wrestling. So, yeah, it should, it should be good. Has there been a talking point through the Women Wrestling Brigade over the last 12 to 24 months that uh, MCW haven't had that women's title go before and that it's finally come up? Is it something that you guys have discussed in the past and hoped that it would happen one day? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think it's uh, definitely about time they've uh, given the women something to work towards and everything like that because I know MCW don't do a lot of um, intergender wrestling much like PWA does. So it's good for the women down there and all over Australia to have like a a title, a championship to be fighting for. Now, we will we'll be uh, up in Sydney next week for the uh, Coliseum. It, what are you looking mm. forward to? You have the MCW women's title around your, your waist. Is the sword yeah, going to fit in between there? I don't know. That's a lot to carry then. Oh, no, I didn't think this through. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be pretty heavy. Um, you'll need some sort of a, sh- a sword-carrying belt or something Maybe sure. add an Absolutely. attachment add an attachment to that mcw title but um Ding. that coliseum tournament is is stacked um there must be some matches you're really looking forward to there that the possibility oh yeah absolutely um i'm uh to be honest i'm actually very very happy about my um first round matchup. That's definitely what I wanted. I wanted to wrestle Orange Cassidy the most. He's actually my favorite wrestler at the moment. That's incredible. So I'm very happy. Yeah. No, it's very exciting. Are you going to be able to get his hands out of his pocket to rip his arm off? That's what everyone's been saying. And I, (laughs) everyone's doubting me. I've had, I've had to struggle to get arms before, but don't worry. I'll, I'll find out a way. There's always a way. Have, um, have you ever met Orange Cassidy or had any conversations with him at all previously? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've traveled to America quite a few times now and we've been backstage together a few times. We've never been in the ring together, but um, no, we've definitely uh, we've run into each other backstage quite a bit. <laughs> so I'm excited to finally actually get the chance to wrestle him. Because he'd be one of the hottest wrestlers on the planet right now. Um, he's... I know, how crazy is that? <laughs> Yeah, we're really looking forward to it because we'll, we'll be up there um, for the tournament. And it's uh, when this match was announced, it's definitely one that we uh, were rubbing our hands together with the possibilities. That's uh, ironic considering he can't do that because of his hands. <laughs> in regards to the Coliseum and also in regards to MCW9, Jessica, uh, we're expecting massive crowds for... Uh, all four days over the two weekends. It's really a festival of wrestling, isn't it, between the two states? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's great at um, Coliseum next weekend. PWA also doing like a fan fest on the Saturday uh, morning as well. So it'll be cool just to like, um, I'm just going to be walking around looking at all the different things going on, hanging out with the fans, doing some meet and greet. So it'll be cool to just um, really uh, just hang out with the fans before stressing out about my match that night. <laughs> Important thing about that too is I think we're one of three podcasts who will be doing yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, some podcasting up there for that fan fest. Yeah. yeah, we are doing a live podcast at that. Um, so we'll be looking uh, for we'll, all yeah, our listeners. I'll definitely check that out while I'm there. Oh, beautiful. We'll definitely love to have you on. We're, I think we're looking at uh, possibly even doing a live Facebook podcast. We're not sure about that yet, but that's what we're hoping <laughs> Why for. Why are you saying it? Well, we I'm just saying decided. just letting people know <laughs> that that possibly could happen. You put it out happen. into the universe now. Have to make it happen. <laughs> So with tournament wrestling, I don't know how much you've done previously. I know you've done King of Trios before, um, but mm-hmm. with with um, tournament wrestling, what goes into into it? Uh, knowing that you will ideally have multiple matches over the weekend. Well, um, I think I'm fairly used to that by now. I've had like 
for example, example Shimmer Weekend in the States, you have like five matches over a period of three nights or three days. So I say I'm pretty used to wrestling multiple times a night now. And even at Newcastle, for wrestling a few weeks ago, I had to do two matches there. So it's something that I do quite frequently anyway. So I'm not really worried about that. It's more me preparing for my particular opponent because when I beat Orange Cassidy, obviously, um, I don't know who I'm going to fight next out of the two possible contenders, I guess. So that's what I'm really working on at the moment is just trying to watch everyone, get an idea of what they do and everyone's style because you just never know who you're going to meet in the next round. Speaking of styles, Jessica, you're doing more mm. and more uh, matches against men now, so you're wrestling against guys and you're wrestling against girls at different times. Is there a difference in the way that you have to prepare yourself and the way that you go about it in the ring when you're wrestling a girl compared to a guy? Is it a totally different fight for you? Um, I don't really think of it as much difference. No, not really. I look at it more of like... um like the size of the opponent I'm going up against because I'm quite small, so I have to use my speed and just my technical ability when I'm going up against someone like uh, Seth Delander per se or a guy like if I was to wrestle, I don't know, Jack Bonzer or something. Or if then I might wrestle someone like Kingsley or uh, Matt Diamond. It just all depends on their size and their stature that I take into account, not really the, the gender of the person. You brought up Bonza. He was a uh, part of your training early on alongside Hoffman and uh, Madison Eagles. I just want to touch on Madison Eagles. Obviously, she played a big prominent part of a lot of uh, the female wrestlers up in Sydney and across Australia. What, what has she meant to you yeah, as a like, mentor? Um, is the, she is uh, the reason we are all wrestling the way we do. She's the reason that we're all going out into it all over Australia, all over America, all over wherever everyone else is going. I think she's the main reason female wrestlers in Australia are just so good. <laughs> so yeah, it's very, I'm very fortunate to live in Sydney. I'm very fortunate to be able to train with her every week. And I think um, everyone, not just females, but every wrestler, I think should have the opportunity to, cha- to, to train with her, even if it's just coming out to Sydney for a week to train. And even if you're in Sydney, I think you're 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 missing out if you're not training under Madison Eagles, definitely. Yeah, um, and the women in Australia have kind of been flag bearers internationally for quite a while. Um, and I know that you've had a few matches recently with one of Melbourne's best wrestlers, Kelly Ann, uh, including on the mm. weekend. Um, yeah, I just see it. Yeah. I won back my silver medal. What is it about Kelly Ann as an opponent? Uh, that, what what have you two got that, that makes those matches so special? I, I'm not actually quite sure. I think we just have good chemistry together, I guess. Because she's one of my, if not my favorite person to wrestle. We just go out there and we just fight. It just feels like a fight. That's why I think um, there's so much hype around it. The opportunity... I think we just met together. Sorry, yeah. Jessica, I was going to say the opportunity you had... Uh just over a month ago or so, or it might have been just under a month, when uh, you were able to get into the ring with Mick Moretti in that uh, three-way tag team with, uh, I think on your side, was uh, Adam Hoffman and also uh, Jack Ponzer. Were they part of that one? Yeah, and uh, against Quackenbush in the ring as well. Uh-huh. That must have been pretty special. That was pretty surreal as well. I remember, um, I think it was last year, I did one of those lists of people that I want to wrestle. I didn't put it up anywhere because it was, and I don't like sharing that. <laughs> But I made a list and I actually put Mike Quackenbush on it, but then I took it off because I thought, no, that's never going to happen. Like, why would, why would I leave that there? But then it actually did happen this year. So I was very, very excited to be able to do that. Like, I got to go train over at Takara for a few months, um, two years ago. And just, I learned so much. I learned so much from him. So, and I learned even more wrestling with him. So it was an amazing experience. Very surreal. Yeah, I think the, the innovation of that match... I think where Mike's brain works a lot different to others, uh, creating yeah, yeah multi-man spots and stuff like that. What was it like picking his brain for the the week that he was in Australia recently? Oh, the training week because he was here at PWA training like yeah. every day, like full like twelve hour days every day. He would have been so tired. And I went I went to I went to all the sessions. It was 
I was so tired by the weekend, but it was so worth it. I learned so much. It's just so, uh, so good to be able to learn from him. The way he explained things, he just a genius, really. Like he puts it in your way that a way in your mind that you never thought of it before. Yeah, we find his, yeah, his really use of good. language. His use of language is quite unique, and it's really engaging. Yeah, it's so good. So much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Short career in the industry so far, at 22 years of age, but you, as you've captured some mm. uh, some big scalps to get uh, to where you are at the moment. You uh, In Wrestling Go, I think Mick Moretti was the man that you defeated to get the silver medal there and then uh, to beat Shazza McKenzie to get the PWWA title. Uh, a, a couple of amazing victories there for you. Thank you. I actually beat uh, Ricky South for the Wrestling Go Silver Medal, and then I defended it. I think, oh, okay. yeah, the first yep. time I defended it was against Nick, and I beat him. So that's two people. Uh, two big names. Yeah, two big <sighs> names, actually. Yeah, two big blues, really. To win to win matches against those that calibre of, uh, of wrestler must be a, a, an amazing feeling for you and give you a lot of confidence in where your wrestling's at at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I can definitely see myself improving, especially this past year. I've noticed I'm getting a few more opportunities now. There's uh, bigger matches on bigger shows. So I think other people are noticing how much hard work I'm putting in and how much I'm actually putting into wrestling. Like, it's my life. So all I think about is wrestling. All I do is wrestle. So it's good to finally um, feel like I'm moving up in Australian wrestling and I hope to do the same overseas as well. Speaking of overseas, and um, you mentioned Shimmer earlier, What's it like as a young performer the first time you walk into that locker room where the who's who of female independent wrestlers are, are just sitting around? Well, I'm a fairly anxious and stressed out person as it is just in everyday life. It's just who I am. So that was, uh, uh, it was very exciting, very exciting, but I was very, very nervous. Like Shimmer was one of your, as a female wrestler, one of your ultimate goals. You just want to be on Shimmer. And to finally and to get there so early in my career and pretty young as well was uh, was incredible. I was so so lucky. I have Madison Eagles and Shelton McKenzie over here to help me get to these kind of places. I'm very very lucky. I remember I um had a match against Candice LeRae. I think it was like my second or third um Shimmer taping or Shimmer weekend. And even after the match, I was still shaking from nerves, even though I, I already finished. But I was still just so excited and just so nervous. It just didn't go away for like hours. You see the opportunity that Indy Hartwell's now been given with uh, the, the WWE. That obviously is yeah, something that you would love to grab with both hands at some point, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Who, who would say no to something like that? Yeah. Um, Charlie Evans is someone that you also uh, have a long history with um, as a as a teammate. Um, what's it like when you get to meet up with her at Shimmer um, and places like that after such a long time apart? That's, yeah, that's one of my favourite parts about going over to America is because I know that that's where I get to see Charlie. So that's um, it's always great. We miss each other heaps. Obviously, we talk all the time on uh, like Messenger and everything like that, but it's not the same. So it's very exciting when we get to go over because we spend like um, at least two weeks in America and we're pretty much tied at the hips the entire time we were over there. And she's doing amazing things in the UK as well. Yeah, always doing incredible things over in the UK. She's even even in Japan as well. Like she's done Japan recently. So that's, that's pretty incredible. What, what's the ideal number of excursions you'd uh, like to do a year? Obviously, it's not just about having matches. It's also mm. about... Uh, broadening your training and everything like that. Is there a number that works best for you? Um, probably as much as possible, I think. Because um, like, I love Australia. I love living in Australia. I love all uh, the. I love the wrestling over here. So I definitely love going overseas. I love traveling. I love learning new things. That's what I know about myself. I love um, learning. I guess I'm a big person that continue to study your art and get better and better always so i love just traveling and learning new things like i really want to go to japan that's my next um big goal i'm pretty sure so i'm working on that and um i've always wanted to go to mexico as well because i love the uh lucha libre style of wrestling of wrestling so that would be really cool as well parents on board 
they uh, they back you 100% in what you're doing? Yeah. No, absolutely. I've been very fortunate. My parents are so supportive of whatever I do because um, I decided I wanted to be a wrestler when I was like 10. I told my, told my parents and they were like, yeah, okay, you go do that. And that's and exactly, I, um, and being a parent myself, that's exactly what we do. You say, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah, you'll get there, no problems. But you never actually yeah, think exactly. it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think they were, they were surprised I actually went through with it because I, because I was 10, I decided. And then when I was 11, I still wanted to do that. When I was 14, still wanted to do it. Then when I was 17, I actually found a wrestling school in Newcastle, like uh, 15 minutes away from my house. And I told dad and I emailed uh, Adam Hoffman and then dad drove me to training that week. And then he drove me to training for the next two years, every every Wednesday or so. And then um, he drove me to the shows all the time. He still comes to every single Newcastle show. He, um, they're both very supportive. Like my dad is always telling me to do more crazy stuff. He wants me to jump off the top rope more. And <laughs> you might, I feel like most parents are like, uh, they're against it because they don't want you to get hurt and they don't want you to hurt yourself. But my dad apparently uh, just wants me to, I don't know, do crazy matches. He wants me to do like um, table table bumps and stuff like that. <laughs> My dad, calm down. <laughs> Fantastic. And there's so many facets to wrestling. Uh, of course, there's the uh, the acting, the showmanship, there's the athleticism, there's all that sort of stuff. What's the thing that appeals to you most? What's the thing that you find the most exhilarating? Yeah, yeah I think it's a bit of everything that I really enjoy because at school – I was really into drama. I've always been fairly dramatic. Um, I always enjoy sports. I'm pretty athletic, I think. Like, I go okay. And then also it's like uh, the create the creative side of it. I like creating things. I like I do art still. I'm into drama. I'm a very creative person. So even just creating, drawing my gear, I really enjoy enjoy as well. Just drawing t-shirts designs. The whole thing I really enjoy. Yeah, it's um. It, when, together, when, something completely different. it seems like it's an amalgamation of all your interests into one spot. It really is, actually, and I only just realised that now, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, so do you have a trophy cabinet at home where you're going to store all the arms that you collect over the next two weekends? Or <laughs> that's a smart idea. I, I have a um a bookcase downstairs in the lounge room that has my uh. PWA championship on it, my wrestling go, silver medal on it, a few other like random bits and pieces, all my Harry Potter uh, geeky stuff. So there's space. There's still space for a sword and another championship. So I think I'm all set. Well, Jessica, we thank you so much for your time here this weekend. We've got some listener questions. Yeah, get to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll get, get some on Twitter. Uh, Corbden Parnell, 2003. He wants to know, who's your dream opponent? Oh, that's such a hard question. Ooh. We oh, asked a I tough question like... to you. <laughs> uh, my dream opponent would probably, in this point in time, just off the top of my head, be Matt Seidel because he was growing up, he was always one of my favorites, so I'd love to wrestle Matt Seidel. Yeah, I definitely would pay to watch that match as mm. well. Um, on, yeah, that, yeah. on Facebook, we've got a, a question from Scott Scriven. Um, oh, yeah. Hi, Scott. I know Scott. It's about um, your ambitions to move overseas um, and work for one of the bigger companies. And uh, what, what areas do you think would be the main one you'd need to work on before that opportunity comes? Before that comes? Um, well, oh, I, I always want to work on everything. <laughs> everything needs to be improved, obviously. Um, I don't know, maybe promoting myself more. I feel like I could be better at that. I could be more um, interactive on Twitter and Instagram and everything like that. I know I can be. I'm just very lazy. So that's something I have to work on. You're very humble as well. That probably The humility doesn't work in your favor sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't either, but oh well. Well, Jessica, as I said, thanks once again for your time today. We really do appreciate it. We wish you all the best uh, this upcoming week down here in Melbourne and uh, the opportunity to get your hands on a brand new MCW women's title and then uh, back up in Sydney next week at the Coliseum and uh, in your endeavour of more arm collecting and sword collecting and the like. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, no worries. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. And the sword will make the arm collecting a lot easier, I assume. 
Yeah, very true. I don't know why a sword was decided to be the um, prize. That seems very dangerous to give wrestlers a sword, <laughs> especially some glasses. Mick Moretti one. Who gave him a sword? Where is it? Someone should be, like, keeping an eye on him. It's a fair call. <laughs> Good on you, Jess. We'll catch you over the weekend. Okay, thank you. Bye. Jessica Troy joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Back part two of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. The music of Will Ospreay brings us into part two, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later on. But fantastic news for people heading to MCW9 this weekend. She was great, Jessica Troy. What a lovely girl. Yeah, she's lovely, and she's a fantastic wrestler, and she'll she's going to go a long way. Yeah, well, I think we're, we're pretty spoiled. We're going to see four matches in you know the next two weeks of Jessica minimum. Troy. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, minimum. minimum. True. So, There's yes. Just some wrestlers that you just think... She's my pick for Coliseum. Ah. Some wrestlers you just know could never turn heel. and She sort of like is one of them. She's just too nice. Um, anyone can be a heel, um, but she'd probably need someone to do the talking for her. I she'd be one of those heels who, um, like Bailey, like I think that I'm still nice, but yeah, she yeah. does bad yeah, things. Okay. Like... If it's good writing, uh, anyone can be. Yeah, 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 good point. But she's very. It's very hard to find a baby face who can get over it, and I think she's good at that. So there's no doubt that the biggest heel in Hell in a Cell was the scriptwriters at WWE. Everyone hates them. Oh, I don't. <laughs> the amount of vitriol no. that came Rest, out. Over the wrestling league. Twitter, they they, they need they need something to hate. I think. Could you could you believe how much vitriol there was? Um, I I knew it was coming. Um, because it's the second year in a row, there's been no result for the Hell in a Cell. But I mean, I saw it as a long-term story. Um, I don't, I don't see the Fiend as a wrestling character. I see him as a horror movie character. So I don't think that the traditional rules apply. Um, and I don't need my wrestling to be the same. Like every, like it's always got to be the same. I mean, you can change it. The rules, the matches is WWE owned, so they can change that as they want and. I mean, if a guy gets hit in the head with a sledgehammer with a full with the full force, um, if it's real life, the referee's stopping the match. Yeah, so I, I didn't watch it live. So you know, obviously, I'd seen all the uh, commotion and Twitter outrage beforehand, and um, most of yeah, that and was, it was directed the, at me. Oh well, so. yeah, you do all right on our socials, bringing uh, interactions our way. Positive and negative. It doesn't <laughs> Mostly matter. Mostly negative. That's good. Negative works as well. Uh, <laughs> we, and you invite it sometimes. Um, I took it as a no contest straight away. You know, just he'd given him way too many curb stomps. I'll, I'll, way too many curb stomps. The crowd was already turned on Seth well, they, that night, if not weeks the, ago. They thought Seth was going to win, I think. Yeah. So it was just curb stomp over, after curb stomp, which I think was overkill. And then, you know, yeah, yeah, the the big mallet and stuff. And I I see the fiend much like yourself as a Jason Voorhees. You can't kill him. He's going to continually come back. It's separate to wrestling in WWE. So him and the Undertaker should have a death match. Well, not a death match, uh, buried alive match maybe. Yeah. Um, in some country that. WWE aren't going to announce. <laughs> no, that's that's See, a poor I, joke. I mean, would I have booked it differently? I would have. Um, I would have had. I wouldn't have had the stoppage. I would have just had the fiend leave. All right, but um, but, yeah. but let's be serious about it. Hell in a Cell is a no disqualification match. It wasn't a disqualification. No. Well, he, what was it? It was a stoppage. He, he, just, he stopped because he stopped the match because it was too much. Yeah. So. It's, <laughs> It's a way it's, to get out. Obviously, they booked themselves uh, into a corner. Put it this way: if there was if there was a, a match and Seth Rollins pulled out a gun and shot him, do you allow the murder to happen, or do you say, "Oh no, it's no disqualification. He can shoot him if he wants." Now get down and pin him so I can end this match. No, the ref is gonna. The cops are gonna arrest him. Yeah. So I think it. So oh yeah, okay. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. I, just <laughs> get out of the wrestling bubble for a second. But it's, you can't. It's, no, it's no, wrestling. I, no, no. I, I just I think understand that, that, that character's I, not. You know, the thing that 
upsets me the most is people that they just hate stuff that they continually watch. I see wrestling now as there's so many streams and so much great wrestling out there for this anyone. Was, this last uh, seven days, there was um, was the best, most amazing week yeah, of wrestling. And and any kind of wrestling you want to watch, you can. You but can that is what people are saying. The, the last week has been so amazing in wrestling that this should have been the culmination. This should have been the big grand finale to what has been an amazing week in wrestling. And everyone's saying it just wasn't. Yeah, there's but- an issue. The WWE have got a hard reset. On Friday, um, they've got the draft and they're going to be um, moving everyone to new shows. So they were sort of, this pay-per-view was inconvenient to them. Yeah. It came at the wrong time. So there was only like three feuds going in. Most of the match was, and most of the matches were announced on the day. Um, it was really, they'd, ba- they'd booked themselves into a corner. Yeah. Um, and it's because of the Fox deal. Um WWE is a new company as of Friday, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk about the positive, the yeah, main positive go. of the show, which was one of the most amazing Hell in a Cell matches I've ever seen between two of the most creative women in WWE. There were some spots in the Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch match that I've never seen before. Yeah, I, I think they, they pulled out all their stops. They really let the yeah the creativity fly. And looked at it differently than compared to a lot of past uh, Hell in a Cell matches. And, you know, their chemistry is great well, together. Sasha, Sasha's, so everyone's best match is against Sasha Banks. But, um, but when you have uh, the women trying to do the traditional spots that men do, sometimes it doesn't work, like the table doesn't break. Yeah. So don't do that spot. But what you can do is different spots because you're much lighter. You can put the chair up on the, la- up on the cage and then that was an amazing creative spot that I've never seen before that the guys can't do. Yeah. Um, Kendo stick supporting Sasha's weight. Huge bump. Oh, it was such a fun match. So should Sasha have got over? I mean, I, I thought Sasha was going to get over and I probably, I mean, if it I was would have been the better it, result. Well, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, you don't know the better result till you true. see where Sasha's going in the reboot. So they may... They, they may know that Becky's staying and Sasha's going to the other brand, so you can't have her take the Raw Women's Championship to SmackDown. Mm. So that that would have played into the booking. Yeah. What What did you think of the tag match, the Roman and? It was fun. I thought it was. I thought it was one of the their better tag matches. Um, I haven't seen a tornado tag in I don't know how many years. Oh, oh yeah. I I was waiting for uh, on commentary because I know they they announced the first one in nineteen. 19- 40 or whenever it was, and they announced the guys that were in it. I was waiting for them to tell me when was the last one in WWE. That would have been a great fact. You know, it was probably the Dudleys, maybe, you know, APA and, you know, that yeah, kind I mean, of stuff. That was where I first ones went. were obviously yeah. tornadoes. But, I mean, if I'm playing a video game, I try to make all my matches tornado. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that. And they beat the shit out of each other in that, in that tag, you know, tables and, you know, look like Roman banged his knee when the. The side of the table stayed like upright. Har- it looked like Harper hurt his knee as well at once. Yeah, was it? And and the the finish, I thought that that was great. The Superman punch into the um, the flying knee and the hug. into the spear. The hug and was yeah, a, they was a callback to years ago. So I mean, that yeah. was that was a lot of fun. That that were the best two matches on the card. The first two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should have ended the pay per view with those matches if they weren't going to give a conclusion. They can't. Like, you, you can't have anything follow. Like that fiend yeah. and Seth violence. That's the problem. Yeah. That's mm. tough. An intermission, maybe. <laughs> they still have them? I don't know. Probably no, not. AEW Dynamite debut. What do we think, boys? It was a good show. Yeah. Slow first half, better second half. I think um, I think NXT was the better show in the first hour. Killed personally. NXT in the ratings, though, didn't it? It did. Um, I think, But I thought NXT's first hour was a better show. Um, that was a really because they had the um, they had the match between um Cole and Riddle Riddle first, which one of the best matches I've seen in a long time, and um, AW had the, the stronger second hour. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was the the best two hours of wrestling TV I've seen, but it was a very solid start, and it'll be enjoyable to watch. Production yeah. wise, happy. I thought it was shot just like a pay per view. Was um and. I- 
definitely better than some of their pay per views have been shot because yeah, the pay per views they've missed a lot of yeah, their stuff. Look, yeah, all right, they're, they're still learning as they go, and maybe a lot of the production staff are still learning some of these workers. Their you camera know. work gets better as the show goes on. I find that it starts shaky. Yeah. Um, I was almost getting seasick in the first match, but I feel like it improves as the night goes on. So, I mean, eventually... The drugs wear off. No, I think more, probably more like... Um, He's had more drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Steady. No, I don't know what it is, but definitely it, the camera work seems to improve as the night goes on. So you're saying Cody, when he finishes his match because he opened up the show... He went back and produced a better television product. Possibly. It could have been. Um, but, you know, while we're complaining about DQs and stuff like that, why wasn't there a DQ in the main event? How can you have a interference in a three-way <laughs> in front of the referee and, and then they, it turns into a handicap tag match and there's no DQ? Come on. Why aren't people complaining about that? Well, I you think can't it, pick and choose when you're... Yeah. When you're it's like the difference of rules between rugby league and rugby union, I think. No, it's wrestling. The same can, game, but they're different. There's wrestling. You... Wrestling turns a blind eye to black and white think, rules all the time. I think wrestling Twitter turns a blind eye to mistakes at AW. But look, well, did, I, hadn't Triple H brought a sledgehammer into every Hell in a Cell match he'd ever been in? Yeah, but he hits him differently. Difference in the way it swells. He hits him as he wants to hurt him. Seth, okay. hit him as he wanted to kill him. There was Tony, a, you haven't watched it. Yeah, there was watch, a different in the, the swing. Watch the shot. It's yeah. um, it's a swing with the handle, not a swing with his hand covering the sledgehammer. Yeah, Triple H just wants to hurt the person and get an unfair advantage behind the referee's back. Seth wanted to do... Wanted to kill wanted him. To, yeah, kill him. So kill the monster that's... And it's Seth, Seth snapped, and that's the story. Yeah, and that, and obviously that's what the fiend... But we're talking about the AEW. I thought it was a good show. It it went by really quick for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I had, had, had fun. I'm looking forward to um, watching this week's show. Whenever we get it in Australia, live we get it live. Yeah, but I have to work. Unlike you two, um, what do you mean I, I have to work? Yeah, this right now is work for you, isn't it? No, I've got a normal job. Don't you have school holidays? No, that was last week and the week before. I can't keep what up. you've got like, still on school you've holidays? You've got kids. How do you not know when there's school holidays? Because <laughs> I'm at work. I don't know. They so get you didn't home. No parenting. No, no. When I, no, when no, I get home... Just, no, you just said he doesn't do I parents. get home after they finish school. He doesn't know when his kids are going to school or not. Oh, he doesn't check if they've done their homework. He walks Nothing. in here and he goes, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. I thought it was because you were dad. No, he sits down all day. <laughs> I'm up at 5 a.m. Smackdown on the Fox Network. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Smackdown. Yeah, I was just disappointed I couldn't watch it live as um, I had a first birthday party to go to. Oh. And this is why I don't have friends or kids. I don't think that's the main reason. Um, <laughs> I really, I, I said it during the way, how good is it now that we can watch SmackDown live? You know, yeah, normal so people yeah. Um, can watch it live. I thought it, was, thought it was good, you know, having The Rock come out. Uh, you know. Baron held his own. And uh, and Becky's line about the, if I was carrying testicles around, they'd be a hell of a lot bigger <laughs> than yours, was probably one of my favourite lines of the show. So am I going to see Rock in Chicago? No, uh, probably not. So. No, no, why not? Yeah. No, I think. Why would The Rock go to Chicago? Greatest city in America. Yeah. Isn't it? Apart from New York and Vegas and Texas. LA and. <laughs> LA's a shithole. <laughs> Absolutely. the Lakers, it's better than every other city. Apologies to anyone who may be listening to this in LA, but I reckon you probably it's agree with me, actually. It's got the Lakers. It doesn't need anything else. <laughs> mm. uh, Raw Boys, thoughts? I haven't watched Raw yet. I only we're watched. Filming, the... uh, recording this early. I only watched half of it. Um, because I was out and about today, so uh, it's fine. It was it was definitely in a holding pattern. Um, not much happened. All right. So this is a great time of the uh of the show. It's we introduced this last week, and it's where Lyle makes his predictions for this week's AEW. Well, because by the time, well, well, they spoilers. are sort of spoilers. Well, they can't I've be spoilers because it hasn't man. actually happened. So well, by the time this gets right released, yet. yeah, it would have just been happening. So. It'll have happened. How did you go last week in your predictions? I'm pretty sure it stood up pretty well. It, uh... well you said that CM Punk was debuting. That yeah, where happen. was he? I, did I say... I didn't say it was on the first episode, did I? Yeah. I yeah. misspoke. I said eventually it was going to happen. Oh, okay. I meant That's it's what I meant. like to... Brad Shepard. <laughs> so what's going to happen this time around? This time, I've got a good one. There's a number one contenders match. Uh, Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc. It's going to be a technical classic, I'm hearing. Zero plunder. 
and there will be definitely no innuendo or so wink, and a, wink and a nod catch to wrestling? any sledgehammers. Catch wrestling, it's going to be... It's going to be amazing. We yeah. can guarantee there's going to be a match stopped for no reason. Yeah, on this. Oh, of course, and someone's going to swing a sledgehammer. They won't be able to resist. Yeah, of course, it's, it's yeah. The Wednesday night wars they are going to go back at each other. It's fine. But this, this, who gets over Jimmy Heavy? Yep, he's going to he's going to win with the submission move. Yep, it's going okay. to be like a Texas cloverleaf or something like <laughs> Sharp that. Shooter. Yeah, it's going to sharp. Yep, it's going to be a ground oh, classic, great. this one. If anyone's going there thinking yeah, they're going to... What number one contendership are they wrestling for? The main title, aren't they? Is It's the number one contender for something. Well, they don't have any other titles. Yeah, so. well, yeah, it's not for a cracker barrel, is it? Definitely will not be a cracker barrel used as a foreign object because this will be a technical classic. Any other predictions? No, that's it. I'm sticking with that's that one, a, right? That's a, well, that's a big one, that's mate. Big yeah, one. these two that's guys big. like to go out of the... Yeah, you know, so your prediction is that there's going to be a match that's already announced... And you don't know who's going to win it. No, I Jimmy said Jimmy Havoc is going to win with a Texas Cloverleaf. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I zone out when Lyle's And talking. CM Punk's going to debut. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime from last week to when he does debut. It could happen. I don't think it'll be with this company that he debuts, <laughs> by the way. King of Trios coming up, guys? No, no, it hasn't. It's oh, already it, been. It's oh, already been. Oh, yes, it's already been. Yeah. Hang on, let me start that again. For fuck's sake, Tony. Don't don't do no, it. No, no, don't you dare He's trying to edit it, people. No, we're, we're not, not editing. We're not letting that. That's fine. What do you think of King of Trios, boy? Um, well, the Aussies uh, all perform really well. Yeah, there's a please come back chance for some of the guys. For the velocities. And, yeah, which is, which is great. Um, yeah, night one they had a loss, which which is fine, but they still got please come back chance. The Aussie guys are over in the, the indie market in Australia. Well, also, the nations, so our, yeah. our good friends from the four nations, which Jessica Troy is a part of, uh, our good friends Mick Moretti, Mick Moretti and Bonza and Hoffman Andrews. He, he, what? What? Who? <laughs> you can't just yell names out. Tony. Random names out. <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, they. Uh, they, they. 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 Moretti, Bonza in, and Hoffman. Yeah, that they got to the final for the second year in a row. Yeah, but they also had the dream match against um, Team Pump. Team Pump. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Scott Steiner and uh, Jordan Grace and Petey Williams. Which is so amazing. Have you seen the shot with them all in the Steiner recliner? Yeah. I, that that kind of stuff, you know, in the Shikara universe, I think it just works. And, you know, I know the Scott Steiner swear jar got a good run and, over the weekend. And Moretti pinned Scott Steiner. Yes. It, it's, I don't know, it, it's it's super fun. Um, go out of your way to watch it. You know, support the Aussie guys. Um Surely next three time next year, three times lucky, the nations. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, surely that's where their their story their story is uh, leaning towards. So nah good fun. Yeah. The PWA guys, half their locker room was over there. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Matt Diamond and and their velocities, they did really well as well. And they'll be back next week. Yes, it'll be. Uh, I think they're all beginning on planes very, very, very shortly. Most of them are back. They got a match on Sunday. Yeah, so <laughs> they need to be back. Uh, well, Osprey boys heading up uh, with our MCW Nine preview from the weekend. Yeah, and you know, an unfortunate injury to Mark Davis and MCW have pulled out all the stops to you know look after the fans and. Well, Will actually reached out to MCW, which is and and said, "Look, I know that you're looking for someone. Um, I'm available." So, yeah, that's cool. And look, if you're gonna re- if you're gonna replace someone, you want to do. If you're forced to replace someone, you want to try and make it even better. And yeah, it's fair to say that Mikey and his team have managed to do that. Yeah, so it's always good to see Will. Good to see two nights of Will. Os- you know, two matches. Which is amazing. Um, you know, there's other matches on the on the card that we're looking forward to. Your boy Royce. Uh, Royce is on the Royce is on the show. He's wrestling against Jet and Emma and the Kid, which I think is going to be amazing. Those three guys are all super talented uh, and really promising young wrestlers. Yeah, and we've already touched on Jessica Troy versus Tali from uh, from Friday night. Obviously, they're going. You know, their styles are going to. Mix well together, I think. Um, yeah, really looking forward to Steph it. Steph Delander versus Avery. Yeah, that could be and crazy. That that's interesting. I mean, those two have wrestled before. 
um, Kellyanne versus I don't have it in front of me, so I'm nah. guessing it's one of the girls from Lux <laughs> Kingsley. That'd be good. Uh, and Xena yeah. versus Candy Lee. So uh, that 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 tournament is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to it. Friday night can't come around quick enough for us, and then you know just going to flow into Saturday, and then obviously into next week. Exactly. Now, boys, we posed a question last week uh, with Damien Slater on the chase and Charlie Matthews on Love Island. And, of course, uh, we had Matty Wahlberg. Matty Wahlberg on Survivor. Or as you called him, Mark Wahlberg. I did. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, and you called this show on the We grid. asked the question with Big Bang, with Big Brother. Big Bang. <laughs> with Big Brother. Well, there'll be plenty of Big Bangs in Big Brother. Uh, <laughs> there probably won't be. <laughs> Who, which wrestler should enter the house? Which burnt down, didn't it? They're going to have to build a new house. Didn't that house catch on fire? I, have no, I have no idea. Dream you World have um, you know, had their issues this is, before. Tell you what, this is what great, Dream, <laughs> Dream World needs something like this to get visitors to come back to the park. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, we had a few uh, nominations from our listeners. Oh, who do we have? There. A lot of people want Brooksy. Oh. I think, yeah, just as the... Um, you know, with it, don't want to offend the man. You know, the boganism would be great for TV. You know, he'd take that. That's a term of endearment for Brooksy, I feel. Um, yeah, he'd be great. <laughs> Just walking um, around. Any women wrestlers mentioned? I'm trying to bring up the post as we speak, so bear with me. You should have been two, ready because it was on the rundowns next yeah. thing. Oh, my, my personal, I would like to see Rat Daddy. That was one of the suggestions. Yeah, from oh, I would Dan like to suggested Rat Daddy. Oh, there you go. Um, I just think he'd be amazing. You know, creep a lot of people out. Um, interesting. If you could stay in character the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. It'd be good at dinner time. Uh, him just yeah. there, sitting there at For table. For some reason, Tony sent in a suggestion when he was going to get his chance to talk about it now. Uh, Cracker Jack was suggested. Oh, by Tony? Yeah. No, by Aaron Reid. Oh. oh, okay. Who did I suggest? You've suggested fun time, Phil. Oh, oh, that's that's right. Right. Why uh, didn't you just wait for the podcast? You, maybe because you double booked or something. You might not have. No, no, no. I knew I was going to be. Moretti's been suggested. That would be fun. Ugg was suggested. Have to. In character, they want it though. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around with a bone all the time. Lockie Hendricks was suggested, who I think would be fantastic. Yes, that would um, be good. And I know, I, I know of at least three wrestlers that have applied. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Keeping that under your hat? No, no. It was on Twitter. So Shazza, Shazza McKenzie's applied. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, uh, Silvio Milano's applied. Yeah, good. Good. And Tali's applied as well. Can they sneak chicken nuggets in there? Will she be able to... Well, there'll be some chicken nugget challenges. Challenges. There, oh, there, there you go. There you Fantastic. go. Um, I'd like to see Gino come in, go in there and see him live on a week where they've only got staples. <laughs> Did you see that Gino co-hosted a food show? Yes. 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 Mm. He um, said it went well. Yes. Yeah. Perfect for his language. They had to keep Perfect reading for him, because he was saying thought. inappropriate things, <laughs> which is very Gino. Close personal friend of mine. Uh, you, so we believe you've been told so, before. Um, all right. Um, I'm just Upcoming gonna, shows. I was going to segue to your Love Island review. Yes. Oh, yes. So you were going to watch Love Island. I was going to watch Love Island. I did sort of watch Love Island. Uh, sort of what on. an amazing show. Full of characters. I, I couldn't watch it. No You're bluffing. freaking way could I watch it. You're joking. Oh, no. I've watched some shit before. Sorry, Charlie. Life, Sorry, Charlie Matthews. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Kid, I, I've got a... We've it's... seen his browser history. He watches some shit. Oh, man. <laughs> he couldn't I've got to watch Neighbours every night because that's what the wife loves, and that's got to be now. Haven't you got two TVs? No. Can't you cook dinner while Neighbours is on? No. I put two 40 inch together and made an 80. And so you can watch so Neighbours 80. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> like How big do life. you want to see Tony? It's like we're Is he alive. still on it? Yeah. Bouncer the dog still around? Jared Rebecca. Who? Tony. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Jared Rebecca. That's his name. I can't believe there's a Shebeki. It's not. <laughs> so how are we going to review Love Island if you're not going to do it? Do I have to get like the secondhand review from the guys in my yeah. office that have been watching? Oh, if you've got, I get the review there. from them. And no, uh, what did they I, say? Could I be what totally... did they say about Charlie Matthews? They could said totally he uh, he uh, shacked up with well, the hottest girl there, the one that every other guy wanted, and he stole her. Yeah. He said 
for some reason they keep saying your mate that's on the show. <laughs> what a hero. I'm like, <laughs> I did watch, and I'm honest with you, I did watch the first six minutes. Yeah. And I just thought, no freaking way can I watch anymore. Uh, Peace. PCW look like they're going to capitalise on him being on the show there. I think they're angling towards a match between him and Matty Wahlberg. Yes, that'll be great should, for PCW. They should do a show down at Phillip Island. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's got Island in it doesn't mean it works. i tell you what, the Love Island from Phillip Island would be a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> a lot different. It would actually. T- <laughs> Upcoming shows... <laughs> Friday, October 11, MCW 9, night one is at Thornby Theatre with Will Ospreay. Hartley Jackson and the MCW Invitational. Wrestling Go Somebody Once Told Me. What the hell? Wrestling Go <laughs> Somebody Once Told Me is on in Sydney. Ah, oh, okay. Just a comma or something would have been good there. <laughs> you ignore <laughs> that anyway. Sydney featuring a Robbie. I'm crying that much. I can't actually read what's said. My eyes are watered up. Uh, featuring a Robbie Eagles meet and greet. Fantastic. You're IWA. of Love Island, Phillip Island. No. <laughs> IWA Wrestling Revolution 3 Tour is at Gunnedah Service Club. Riot City Wrestling presents Rocktoberfest in HQ, at HQ in Adelaide with Rocky Marino. Rocky who? Rocky... I can't see. Seriously. Monero. Monero, thank you. Defending against world-class Chris Basso. <laughs> You've laughed that much, your glasses have fogged up. Well, you I've might need to read the, the rest. Of my uh, Saturday, October the 12th, MCW 9, night 2 at Thornbury. We'll see the first women's champion crowned. PCW Infantry Gully presents Ignition. IWA Wrestling Revolution 3 is in Tamworth. And Alpha have a reunion show in Glenroy. <laughs> What? Sunday, October 13th. <laughs> I really can't read it now. You've lost it, Tony. Uh, Future Wrestling in Sydney <coughs> presents Civil War with the four nations fresh off their amazing run in the King of Trios. So that's Andrews? No, there's no <laughs> Andrews. Who the fuck's Andrews? Hey, you've been laughing the whole time. He wasn't laughing his Love Island joke. He was laughing. He was going to get Andrews in again. Some random name you just threw in there. <laughs> no, that's Civil War. There's a couple of good matches on there. They look they look fun. Oh, if you're promoting your show, please don't get in contact with us because we'll just fuck it up. Uh, we'd love to have a chat to you on the Turnbuckle on Facebook or uh, mypodcasthouse.com. We'd love to uh, yeah get you on air. Subscribe to our show. It's the best way to do it. We love those. Give us five stars. Tune in next week when the boys will give you a full review of MCW9. I won't. Preview of Coliseum. Preview of Coliseum. Also, we will be at Coliseum Fan Fest. And as I said, we are going to try and do (laughs) a world first. Don't say what we're trying to do. A world world first. first. Well, we'll be from the turbuckle. We're going to be doing a live podcast. A live podcast on Facebook Live. (laughs) Facebook Live? That means I might have to do my hair or something. you got no hair. Oh, that's right. I'll wear a hat. Wear that gear, though. <laughs> my work clothes. We're definitely wear your work clothes. <laughs> At least we'll be able to see you. So that, hopefully, next weekend live from Sydney, that's something to look forward to. We haven't had a meet- We're having a meeting after this. All right. Look forward to that. Uh, we'll catch you again soon here on The Turnbuckle. Thanks for joining in here on mypodcasthouse.com. <laughs>